that night, despite all that could be done for her. But now she'd been gently bathed and tidied up, and her hands, in their sterile plastic envelopes, disposed side by side on the bed cover. Second-degree burns, the registrar had said, which they cleaned up in theatre before starting the Bunyan Stannard treatment. Samantha had been irrigating them at intervals during the night. She did it once more now, deploring the fact that the patient could neither speak nor understand English. She'd been brought to Clements for the simple reason that when she'd been found, lying before the exploded gas oven, all she'd been able to say was the name of the hospital, and the police and ambulance men, struggling to make themselves understood, had brought her in, hopeful that there would be someone at Clements who knew her. But no one did, nor had anyone succeeded in understanding the few muttered words the old lady uttered from time to time. She'd been alone in the house when the accident happened. The police had been called by the housemaid next door, who, curious to know who'd come to live in a house which had stood empty for some time, had been standing on the area steps and had heard the bang. Samantha smiled once again and nodded encouragingly as she popped a thermometer under her patient's tongue and took her pulse. Both up, she noted. Probably the poor old thing was wondering what would happen to her. She patted an arm and sped down the ward to the kitchen, fetched a feeder of tea and gave it to her with the gentle expertise of long practice. She'd finished the report with seconds to spare before Night Sister made her brief appearance on the ward and was taking down a drip when Brown appeared at her elbow to whisper, "'There's a man outside, staff.' "'Good luck to him,' said Samantha absently, taking out the cannula with careful fingers and covering the tiny puncture with a strip of plaster. Brown giggled. "'He wants to see the old lady, the one with the burns.' Samantha laid the drip paraphernalia on the trolley and prepared to wheel it away. Oh, tell him to wait, will you? He can't come in until you finish the BP round, and I simply must repack Mrs. Wheeler's dressing. Her eye fell on the clock. Oh, Lord, just as we were getting on so nicely. She was packing Mrs. Wheeler's leaking dressing when Brown appeared again. He says he'll be glad if you could be as quick as possible, she added. He's ever so romantic looking, staff. Samantha muttered rudely under her breath and picked up her dressing tray. No one, she stated repressively, is romantic looking at this hour of the morning. You'll have to wait while I wash my hands. Have you finished the round? Brown nodded. Then pull any curtains that are necessary, will you? She sighed. I suppose you'll have to come in. But it couldn't be a more awkward time. She disposed of the tray, washed her hands and marched briskly down the ward, a small, pleasantly plump figure, her cap perched very precisely on the top of her neatly piled brown hair, a frown marring a face which, by no means pretty, was pleasant enough, with hazel eyes fringed with short, thick lashes, a nose turned up at its end, and a mouth which, though a little too large, could smile delightfully. There was no sign of a smile now, though, 
as she charged silently through the swing doors and came to an abrupt halt by the man sitting on the radiator under the landing window. A large man, she saw, as he rose to his feet, towering over her. He was wearing a bulky car coat, and she could see leather gloves stuffed anyhow into its pockets. She could also see that he was dark-haired, craggy-faced, and handsome with it, and had grey eyes of a peculiar intensity. All these things she saw within a few seconds, having been trained to observe quickly, accurately, and without comment. Before he could speak, Samantha said, "'Good morning. I'm glad you've come. You know the patient, I take it. We don't know anything about her, and we haven't been able to talk to her at all. She must feel terrible about it, poor soul. You've come at a very awkward time, but at least you're here now.' If you'd come into the office now and let me have her particulars, you could go and see her for a few minutes afterwards. The ward's closed, but just for once. Are you her son?